lately there's a lot of talk about cryptocurrency, Bitcoin and the blockchain. Do you ever wonder what it's all about and what its role is in our Jewish tradition? Welcome to the Transformative Duff. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Today we are on Duff Chafdalad, page 24 of Moed Cotton. And we learned that actually the oldest blockchain in history is the blockchain of the Torah itself. Welcome to the Transformative Duff, and thank you for being my Chavrusa today. I like to begin with a story. On the final days of Moshe Rabbeinu's life, he wrote 13 Torah scrolls, one for each of the 12 tribes and one Sefer Torah that he placed in the Holy Ark. What was the purpose of the additional scroll? If someone should come and attempt to forge something, they would find the original in the Ark and be able to verify the accuracy of the Torah text. Let's look at the Gemara. When they said to Shmuel that Rav had passed away, he rent twelve garments on account of his passing and said, The man whom I feared is gone. Similarly, when they told Rabbi Yochanan that Rabbi Hanina had passed away, he rent thirteen robes of fine silk on account of his passing and said, The man whom I feared is gone. Explains the toast for Sarash, Meaning that due to my fear of him, I would examine my teachings properly and would not err on the side of leniency. But now, from whom shall I fear? Perhaps I will err regularly and bring sin upon the public. Hence, he was the one who brought merit to me. Let's analyze the Gemara. The halachic system is complex. While many laws are clear for all to see in the Shulchan Aruch, new cases and situations arise constantly. These new applications are made by rabbis with extensive knowledge combined with deep wisdom and vast experience. Some people fail to appreciate the complexity of halacha and bemoan what they perceive to be the intransigence of the rabbis, accusing them of constantly looking over their shoulders, afraid of what their colleagues in more insular communities might say about their halachic innovations. But that's a good thing. Shmuel teaches that the fear of potential censure as a result of a permissive ruling is what maintains the integrity of halacha. If Jewish law were determined simply by the black and white facts on the page of the Gemara and Shulchan Aruch, it wouldn't be diff terribly difficult to reconcile traditional sources with fashionable ideas and practices. But there's more to halacha than the text on the page. For example, if all we used was the text of the Gemara and Shulchan Aruch, we might not even necessarily have a machitza in our shuls. The mere fact that something isn't spelled out clearly doesn't mean that we can read our own innovations into the tradition. How does halacha develop the right way? To elucidate this complex process, let's use the parable of the blockchain. You've probably heard of the blockchain and its primary use, cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. But few people actually understand it. Here's how it works. Throughout life, we use ledgers that record transactions. Take your bank account, for example. Back in the day when you would walk into the bank, you would record each deposit and withdrawal in your little ledger book. Nowadays, it's all done on computer and you receive a monthly ledger statement. Your bank is basically a middleman, taking your deposit money and lending it out to borrowers on your behalf. If you could lend that money directly, you would also use a ledger to record the transaction. The only difference is that without the middleman, either party could forge the ledger, leading to a dispute between the two parties. Your bank safeguards the trustworthiness of the transaction. 
But let's say we could introduce a system whereby every transaction was verified by millions of people around the world instantly. Any individual attempting to forge a transaction would be flagged immediately by every participant in the system and the transaction would be rejected. Since we have millions of verifiers, we no longer need the stamp of approval of the middleman. The fact that so many people are watching doesn't mean business can't get done. Transactions still take place, but any changes introduced need to be verified and approved by the entire system. That's the blockchain. It's a gigantic global ledger. Every time a commodity such as Bitcoin changes hands, every node in the blockchain, millions of computers across the globe connected via the internet, need to approve the validity of the transaction. The new system is now decentralized, power is peer-to-peer -peer and distributed, and the system is fortified by the validation of the consensus of all the users in the system. The concept of the blockchain has been a foundation of Judaism from the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, when he wrote the 13 Torah scrolls. If there were only one copy of the Torah, it would be easy to forge, but Moshe wrote 13 Torah scrolls. If any tribe were to attempt to change the Torah, all the others would flag the transaction as invalid and reject it. Listen to how the Rambam describes the transmission of Torah. Says the Rambam, all of the mitzvahs which were given to Moshe at Sinai were given with their explanation. As it says, I have given you the tablets of stone and the Torah and the mitzvah. Torah refers to the written Torah and mitzvah refers to the explanation. This mitzvah is called the oral Torah. The entire Torah was written by Moshe Rabbeinu in his own hand before his passing. He gave a scroll to each and every tribe and one scroll he placed in the Ark as testimony. The mitzvah, which is the explanation of the Torah, he did not write down. But he instructed it to the elders and Joshua and all the rest of Israel. It's therefore called the Oral Torah. What's the Rambam saying? The Rambam is building on the Medrash with a powerful fundamental addition, the element of the Oral Torah. Not only, says the Rambam, is the written Torah immutable due to the multiple copies in the blockchain, but so too is the Oral Torah. Moshe added the Oral Torah to the blockchain system by teaching it to multiple parties, Joshua, the elders, and all of Israel. Now, if anyone were to attempt to alter its content, it would have to be accepted by, by the entire diffuse system. The Oral Torah does undergo development, as new legal cases arise all the time. Just think about some contemporary issues, from questions about identifying parenthood in the case of surrogacy to the permissibility of online business transactions on Shabbos, just to name a few. When God gave the Torah to Moshe, he provided guiding principles as to how to develop the law based on rules of legal precedent and methods of interpretation and extrapolation. So if a rabbi wanted to make a change to the system due to a challenge that had arisen, he posted the transaction to the Torah blockchain, which required approval by all the nodes. If the system accepted it, it became part of the global tradition of Judaism. If the consensus didn't deem the transaction to be valid, it was rejected, and the system remained intact. The best example of our consensus-based Torah system is the Gemara. Despite its myriad debates around minutia of Jewish law, our sages agreed upon a system of determining the final bottom, bottom line halacha, which then was deemed standard Jewish practice. 
At the same time, despite the establishment of universally accepted practices, Judaism has never shied away from debate or attempted to hide minority opinions. They remain enshrined in our tradition for posterity. This process has kept our tradition intact throughout the millennia, even when our people have been exiled to the four corners of the earth. As novel situations have arisen, our rabbis haven't hesitated to respond to those challenges. But Judaism prides itself on the sparsity of difference between Jewish practice from Sfad to Ashkenaz and everywhere in between. While people tend to think that the different parts of the Jewish world were completely separated from one another, it's just not the case. We always remain close in contact, and travel between communities happen regularly. One of the greatest medieval Ashkenazic rabbis, Rabbeinu Asher, for example, known as the Rosh, was born in Cologne and was later appointed to the community of Toledo, Spain. And as we know, the Rambam kept a correspondence with the Jewish community in Yemen. At various times in our history, movements attempting radical reinterpretations of the tradition have appeared. But when their propositions differed with the letter of the law or even the spirit of the law, they've been rejected by the system. Like any other field of expertise, most people, rabbis included, are not sufficiently qualified to engage in major transactions. It takes a lifetime of dedication to the Jewish people, proven proficiency in the entire corpus of Torah knowledge, and widespread respect as an authority in Jewish law to begin to earn the ability and right to be part of the grand Torah conversation. From the time of Moshe until this very day, we have been blessed with towering giants of Torah, possessing the wisdom and sagacity to maintain the strength and sanctity of our tradition. These leaders of each generation have grappled with every new situation with caution, sensitivity, and a foreboding sense of the awesomeness of their task. Their piety, encyclopedic knowledge, and above all, their deep commitment to the Masorah, the tradition, have provided the foundation for any transaction that they have entered into the system. As a result, long before the advent of Bitcoin, the Torah blockchain has proved to be robust and enduring. May we forever be blessed with leaders who are wise, learned, and fearful of the ramifications of their decisions. Wishing you a transformative day. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Duff Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Duff Yomi global movement, there's something in the Transformative Duff for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the duff with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe. To achieving a life of simcha and purpose, transform your life today. The Transformative Duff is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicapress.com. Thank you, the transformative Duff.